What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fight Philly Fight Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2. As always, I'm your host, Thomas Cunningham. You can find me on Twitter at Tom underscore FPF Sports HQ. You also can find my work as a contributor at InsideTheEagles.com. Always joined by the prettiest co-host in the game, my wife, Brittany Cunningham. You can follow her at EaglesBabe91 on Twitter. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Happy to be here, too. We are finally here. Finally here. We are finally here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are finally here. It's been abysmal that we have not had football in this long. But we do have a lot of stuff to go over to get into as well. Eagles predictions is number one of them for the season as well as week one predictions around the NFL. I know you got some breaking news. Read it to me. I do. Breaking news. So Dallas Goddard has come out and said in a recent press conference that um, – Contract talks have stopped. And on top of that, we've got Saquon Barkley might be up for trade. So what are your Ooh, some, thoughts on that? Some NFC East news. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Um, so I know with Dallas Goddard in the contract negotiations, though I think, he, and I happen to have to double check, but I'm pretty sure he came out and said that he came out and said nothing to do with Zach Ertz. They kind of stalled out before Ertz, you know, said that he was, it's wants like to retire in Philly. Just yeah. did this with Ertz. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, we might as well get into this before we get to the Saquon thing. Cause that's only really good news for us. Um, bad news for giants. You guys suck. Um, when it comes to Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, So really, and I think most of us, including me and you kind of have spent this entire off season thinking that we were not going to have Zach Ertz with us. Um, and that pretty much Dallas Goddard was the guy moving forward. I still think Dallas Goddard is going to be the guy. I think he will too. I And I am of the mind, I think we may have hit on this last podcast, I am of the mind that Zach Ertz is still going to get traded. I know it had come out recently and some Viking sources did confirm that Dallas Goddard was not trade talks with the Vikings. Um, obviously, they just didn't put up the number that they wanted. Um, but I, it's one of those two sides of the house because you can't pay both of them. And you have Zach Ertz, who is proven, um, however, had a really tough season last year, mm-hmm. uh, is on, I wouldn't say the downswing of his career, but definitely not in the peak of it anymore. He's definitely coming off the, you know, he's come off the tipping point there. Um, and then you got Dallas Goddard, who, by eye test, seems to be the overall better candidate. But as far as pure production, we still have yet to see it. Um, he he's a better blocker, better you know, obviously better yards after catch. Um, Zach Ertz is a better route runner, in theory, or not in theory, but in all actuality. Um, so I would still say if I were to put my chips into it, really would probably still go with Dallas Goddard. Um, the bad news for the Eagles is because they waited that Mark Andrews on the Baltimore Ravens just signed some stupid contract and like pretty much once again, reset the market for tight end. So that's not really a good look for the Eagles. So on the long term run, you might have the Zach Ertz be cheaper 
I just don't know. I mean, I, I we don't know what the number was that Dallas Goddard and his agent were looking for. We just don't know. What do you think? I would like to keep Dallas Goddard. I do not want to see him leave whatsoever. Like you said, you know, he his yards after carry. I mean, just he's. I would, you know, I love Arts. You know, Zach has been my boy. But I think if I had to choose between the two of them, I would rather have Dallas Goddard on our team. Because after last season, you know, seeing Ertz, you know, not really playing his heart out as much. And just, like, he is a better route runner. I'll give him that. But I feel like that's something that Dallas could work on and potentially be better at. Whereas Ertz will catch the ball and immediately drop. I rarely anymore see him run after he catches that ball. Even if no one's around him, he'll trip over his own two feet. Because I have seen that in some games before. Um, yeah, if you, if for our fans who have not listened to our podcast for this is a little bit of a running joke about the catch and drop of the Zach Ertz. Uh, so it's, so really I do think that overall, cause I think Dallas got it right now is a top 10 tight end right now as today. I think he's a top 10 tight end. Um, and I think he has the ability to easily be top five. I really think he does. I've seen enough tight ends in my life to know, yeah, that's that's the guy. But the Phillies just not going to pay both of them. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen next season. We don't know if we're going to stick with Hurts. We don't know if we're going to draft a guy. We don't. We just don't know. So we really kind of need to keep all the foundational pieces as much. So I would also prefer. I would hate to lose Zach Ertz, but Zach Ertz has to kind of realize or he would take a significant pay cut. Mm-hmm. And I also, and I don't care what anybody says. Everyone says he's a true professional. He's handling this so professionally. He didn't last season. No. He didn't. He was like the kid who would want to take his ball and go home. Like, I, I just don't agree with that. And you guys could tweet us if you feel different, but I, I just, I don't think. Well, I mean, I said this last podcast. You know, he says, oh, I want to retire in Philly, but he's not playing like he wants to be a part of this team. So Only this season will tell. Mm-hmm. Anxious. I know. We're all anxious. So now we're back on to Saquon Barkley. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. It came out that the Ravens were inquiring about Saquon Barkley, and apparently them and the Giants are in talks about it. Um, I'm reading this right now, so this is all news to me. Um, if I mean, the Giants are already trash, so this would just make no sense. My only guess is that if they were trying to trade Saquon Barkley to get the draft picks that they're looking for, which they're not going to get multiple first picks, um, it's they're, they're they know they're trash and they're looking to rebuild. Like yeah. they just they just know they're garbage and that's pretty much it. So I just can't see them wanting to trade Saquon. I mean, he's their biggest weapon. He's their own like that. Yeah, like like by, your your team by is far. terrible. Why would you want want to get rid of the one good player you have? Like I've said this time and time again. I feel so bad for Saquon Barkley because I hate when these you know top tier athletes come on and they get drafted to a terrible NFL team. And then they're just kind of stuck. It's such a waste of talent. It makes me so sad for them. No, and it does. And that's where... Because, I, I mean, mean, you get, like, you know, career-ending injuries right off the bat because you've got no one protecting you. I just, I feel like that that boy could have such a great career and he's stuck on the Giants. Well, all I can say is it's not the Eagles' problem. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. And this is normally not our fun time of the of this podcast where we get into some injury, some injuries before our week one contest against Atlanta. What you got? All right. So 
as of right now, before week one, our injury report is still minimal. Let's hope it stays that way throughout the season, but it's just me being optimistic. So right now we only have two players that are officially out, and that is Landon Dickerson and Rodney McLeod. We Which do... I figured Rodney McLeod was going to be out. I don't know why they were trying to rush him back. Yeah, and same with Landon Dickerson. I didn't see him coming back either. But And then we only have two other ones. Um, we've got Brandon Brooks. He's got the knee injury, and he was limited um, participation. And then we've got Davion Taylor, which was his calf, and he is listed as questionable. But luckily, that's only those four. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah, we all have been uh, fooled by this before, and I think that was a lot of Sirianni's goal this this preseason and this training camp and the purpose behind him is such short training camp practice was that he literally just wanted to get as many players to the start line as possible. Yeah, to stay healthy, please. And, uh, I, I mean, we just don't know. Um, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. Maybe we're going to see guys drop like flies come Sunday. I really hope not, but it has happened. I mean, it did. It happened to Tampa Bay Yeah. Uh, this past Thursday, which, by the way, thank you. Um, we're not going to spend any time, more time on that game. <laughs> um, but that's really where um, – you know that I think that's been his ultimate goal is just get the guys there as healthy as possible, and I understand it. I get that. And it's and, one of our biggest, if not the biggest, struggle is keeping people healthy. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I really, mm-hmm. I really just don't. I'm so I'm so nervous. But the Rodney McLeod one is not that shocking. Um, I I was when they were like, oh, he's coming back. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, like, no. Yeah, let's 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 hold hold off on there for a second, but. Hey, who Take a while, get healthy. There's no need to rush back. I mean, the season just started. Well, so. especially this season. I, I yeah, know. but take your time. Speaking of this season, time to get into our Eagles projections. What do you think they're going to do this season? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm so torn. I mean, like we talked about last week, I mean, we could go off and have a great season and be the underdogs again. Or we can have a flop like we did last season because we are in rebuilding. Like we talked about, it's all new coaching and a lot of new staff. And I see us winning maybe eight or nine games in reality. Um, I would say I am almost on par with you. So I kind of brought back down a little bit of earth to, you know, the reality of this unfortunately we do do this as a job so sometimes we have to be realistic with yeah. our fans though we are fans at heart i see seven and ten i see ten and seven as a ceiling possible nfc east win because there is there is a path mm-hmm. to be a 10 win team and take this division there is a path a lot of things have to go our way yes our schedule our strength of schedule especially as it goes as far as defenses is not crazy mm-hmm uh, we're facing a lot of low-ranked secondaries this year. However, we just don't know what we're going to look like. We have an idea. Yeah. We just don't know. So I think ten and seven is the ceiling. I think seven and ten is about more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Like you said, possibility um, of taking the division. Yeah, there's there's possibilities. And we all. Um, well, I don't know if all of us, but I mean, we watched the Dallas game last night. So I I will. W- Equivocally, I don't think that's not even a word. Um, <laughs> I will 100% guarantee every one of our listeners, every Eagles fan, that just on merit alone, I think this season's going to be better than last season. I hope so. I really do. Um, 
And that's kind of where we're going to, before we really break into the our NFL Week 1 picks, um, want to talk a little bit about this Atlanta game um, and kind of what we should expect. What do you think probably going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? Um, and then, of course, we're going to get some NFL Week 1 picks. Uh, we are going to take a break, though, folks. Uh, we'll be back at this right after these words. All right, guys, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for hanging out. We are back. You know, we have to do these sponsorship things with some of the things and the deals we have. And sometimes, I don't know if they go through and they work, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they pop up randomly during the podcast. So if this is happening, go ahead and shoot us a message rather on Apple Podcast and or Twitter or anywhere else. <laughs> uh, just let us know. So back in the matter of hand, we were talking about the Eagles coming up against Atlanta. Now, what's crazy to me is that the Eagles open up as three and a half point underdogs, which is the popular one. I have seen where Eagles are one point favorites, two points favorites. I just don't see how the Eagles are underdogs because the Falcons kind of suck. Now, yes, Matt Ryan is still within, you know, top 11, top 12 quarterbacks. Uh, They still do have Calvin Ridley. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts is probably going to be a monster. So they, they have some weapons, but that defense really outside of Grady Jarrett is not good. I mean, there's just not, I just don't see how we're three point underdogs. Like I just don't, I just don't see it. And they're coming in with a new coach, Arthur Smith, uh, Arthur Smith, original, uh, offensive coordinator for the Titans. Um, what do you think? I mean, I I just think that's I was like, mm, mm, I, I don't know. I I can see it. I can see us being the underdogs. You know, new team, new coaching staff. You don't the know. Same we'll, thing as Atlanta. The only thing with know, Atlanta but, has really going for. Actually, I take that back. The one thing Atlanta has going for it is a little bit more continuity than the Eagles. Though the Eagles still have a lot of remaining pieces, we also have a lot of new pieces. Whereas the Falcons kind of don't. But the pieces they had are bad. I mean, but you got to think, too. The Falcons still have Matt Ryan, and we've got Jalen Hurts, who has only played a few games so far. You've got, you know, experienced quarterback versus a younger quarterback. I I think that that might be part of it, too. I I guess I can see that as well. But really, and this is where my mindset is, and you kind of hit on this before we even got on this podcast, is that... I think this game is going to be won in the trenches, and I think our trenches, I, actually I don't think, I know our trenches are exuberantly better than theirs. Um, like I just said, their defensive line for Milana is not good at all. We're hopefully going to have a full healthy offensive line, and their offensive line is abysmal, and our defensive line I think is top 10 minimally. So I, I just I see this really being one in the trenches, and I think our secondary is good enough to make sure they kind of hang on everything. Kyle Pitts is going to be a problem, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think we're going to be able to do it, at least score enough to where we kind of keep them at check. So I will pick the Eagles. You've got to get some points on the board, though. I think we're so going to. got to get down the field, and you've got to be able to score. I, I, I literally I, I think we're not going to have a problem. I think uh, I really honestly I, I would be shocked if we do a lot of passing in this game, um, 
like I said, because Atlanta's defense is so terrible, I really think that a lot of open holes are going to be ran. I think Michael yeah. Sanders is going to have a great game. I think so, too. I think he's going to have a good game. I think he's going to have at least a 100-yard game. I just think it was so frustrating last season how many times we were in, you know, you're right there. Right there. First and goal. Second and goal. Third and goal. Uh, let's go for the field goal. And like, just misses. seal the deal. <laughs> Please. Good you're news right about- there. We didn't hit on old Jakey at all so far back being in this podcast, but I'll tell you, I think my man is six for six in the preseason. He just jinxed us. Bah, no, it's been said before. <laughs> or maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> I just hope he has been practicing his ass off uh, I this offseason. So. I think so. But I, I, I would go ahead. I'm going to pick the Eagles to win that game. I think it's going to be 27-22. I think it's going to be that high. I, I do. I really think they're going to be able to put some points on this game. I don't think it's so. I'm going to go 17-14, our favor. So you're going to take that three-point? Yeah. But on just, I think it's going to be more. I really – I just don't – I mean, well, we'll see. And I am, I am, and you are as well. Listen, as long I'm, as you win. As long as we win, I don't care yeah. how many points are on the board. That is just uh, my guess. <laughs> I am a extremely realistic Eagles fan, as well as so are you, but – That's why I think it's going to be more lower, but I, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right, getting into this. All right, so the first one up. First week one pick'em of the season. Oh, oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. It's the week one pick'em of the season. All right, first up. Obviously, no one cares about Dallas to Tampa Bay. I will. I care that Dallas lost. I will say <laughs> this though. I will say this. We make jokes, but on all honestly, it honestly, in all honesty, this was. Like Dallas lost this game in such Dallas fashion. Yeah, there's no other words to it. The, the game was that theirs was their to game. win. Yeah, it and was their game. Anyway, uh, the first up we have is Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I will also go with Buffalo. I just I think Pittsburgh will still have some form of a solid defense, but their offense I think is gonna be abysmal. I just don't see Big Ben having any night. juice. What abysmal? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna come. Out, I'm an Eagles fan. It's coming out a lot. Um, then we got New York Jets at Carolina. It's a tough one. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Carolina I'm gonna for go that Carolina one as well. <laughs> um, so Zach Wilson's cool. Sure, I, I'm gonna go Carolina. They still have uh, Roddy Anderson, so American. Um, Jacksonville at Houston. Hmm. There's no Deshaun Watson, so I know. But Jacksonville's not great either. I'm still gonna go Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd go with Jacksonville. I'm gonna go Jacksonville on that one. I just, I think Houston. You know, it's so funny, and we talk about optimism, but we don't mean to be negative either. We just try to be realistic, but we talk about optimism because a lot of times, what happens when you go through off season, the pain of your team being such crap <laughs> wears off, and then you see some cool things in preseason, and you're like, yes, or training camp, you're like stellar we got this this is our year and then like week two we suck and everybody's yep. dead so um <laughs> the point of that saying is that there are some houston texans fans somewhere that are like this is our year it won't be that bad and there's no sean watson it's gonna be bad so yeah. jacksonville it is mm-hmm. arizona at tennessee i'm gonna go with tennessee on this one i'm gonna go with arizona all right i am i i uh Tannehill's not practiced in two weeks Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's actually some other players. I have to double check this because I don't know for sure, but I think there's other players that will not be participating in this game. I think Arizona's going to win. And I, COVID, and I also am 100% honest, I do not think Arizona's going to have a good season. 
I don't. I don't think they're going to have the season they had last year, and they fell way off their last few games. So mm-hmm. I, I really think that that's going to kind of carry over. They also have D-Hop, but that's okay. All righty. L.A. Chargers at Washington. I'm going to go with the Chargers. This is odd. It was very odd because when this opened, the spread was one-point favored Chargers. Now it's one-point favored Washington. I'll tell you that the Chargers, and I was just actually reading this, the Chargers put a lot of capital into their offensive line, so it's really going to be a good test for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. That Washington defense is pretty good. Who knows? I'll take Chargers too. No. Yeah. I think it'll be a, a good game. I think it'll be a good game as well. Uh, Seattle, Indianapolis. I'm going to go Seattle. I'm also going to go Seattle, but I do think Indianapolis defense is going to be a problem. Yes. I think that that's going to be a close game. I think that's also going to be a close game. Minnesota at Cincinnati. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I'm going to go with Minnesota too. We could always be shocked. We got Sir Drops a lot, Mr. Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we have San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco. I'm going to go San Francisco, too. I'll tell you what. God bless. Did uh, Mr. Nick Bosa look good in training camp? I know. Um, but God bless. And we faced them next, the following week. Fantastic. <laughs> Yay. Lucky us. <laughs> um, though I have an odd suspicion. I So I, I think Bleeding Green Nation, they, they had put this out that and I've actually heard a bunch of people say this. I don't think we're going to go 0-2. We're going to win one of our first two games. I'm going to lean towards the Atlanta game, but I, I think we're going to go 1-1 one one to start her off. we got Cleveland at Kansas City. Kansas City. Okay, well, I'm glad we're at this point right now because on Twitter, and I'm not going to call out his at, though I should, for the ridiculousness that this man said, this man said that Kevin Stefanski is practically just as good as Andy Reid as a head coach. Hmm. Huh. And that the Browns should be prepared to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, brah. I don't <laughs> think so, homie. Um, not not in this lifetime. So um, you you need to go see some somebody about Jesus and forgiveness. Nobody be offended by what I said, by the way. Uh, I was just kidding, but no, seriously, figure your life out. Um, <laughs> we've got Miami at New England. I'm going to go at New England. Really? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. It's because Mac Jones. I just, we shall see. I'm going to pick Miami on that one. Yeah, I think we're going to pick Miami on that one. Mm, I think New England's day is come very close to an end. Yeah. But you never know. You are right. Denver and New York Giants. Denver. Denver. Denver, Denver, Denver. Um, I think New York Giants defense will make it fun, but I think the Broncos are gonna Broncos are gonna win. Yeah. I do think the Broncos are gonna win. Green Bay at the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. Nolens. Um, I'm gonna go with Green Bay on that. I will one. also go with Green Bay on that. Yeah. I don't see the Saints being anything special. Chicago, LA Rams. So I'm gonna go with the Rams on that one. I'm gonna go with the Rams too. I just I'm gonna go with the Rams. Chicago's gonna, got a million and one quarterbacks. Yeah, None of not, them are good. So we're not gonna go in this. And last <laughs> but not least for the Monday night matchup, Baltimore versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one. And I think it's because Baltimore has so many injuries. Yeah, but the Raiders are like real juiceless. Like they got Jerry Judy. 
they got Jerry Jew. Oh, they got Josh Jacobs. Yeah. But they have no defense. No defense. So they're very juiceless. I mean, Lamar Jackson's just going to be running the ball himself so, the yeah, entire game. Yeah, either so way. Uh, I'll, he probably, gets winded. I'll probably t- I'll probably go Ravens on that one. Right. So we are split on a few, and I'll be mm-hmm. curious to see where we kind of end up at the end of by Monday, I should say. We shall see. We shall see. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So that about wraps it up for us, guys. Um, once again, we are beyond excited that we are back in action here. We are really doing a lot of things we have some bigger announcements we actually we're going to do an announcement tonight but it's not ready just yet and then we actually have a few more that hopefully we can secure and start announcing really appreciate all you guys viewership so make sure you guys rate review and subscribe to us we both follow us on twitter i am tom cunningham and you find me on twitter tom underscore fbs sports hq she is Brittany Cunningham. You can find her on Twitter at EaglesBabe91. As always, you can find my work on InsideTheEagles.com. Do you have anything else to add? I've got nothing to add. Just can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for Sunday. It is a noon game. We have a lot of noon games. <laughs> um, so you get your hangovers done early. Um, guys, as always, Fly Eagles Fly. We love you all. We'll talk to you next week.